Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Sometimes when I have a thought, kind of get fired up and start jotting down notes and hope I can have a chance to record it while I'm still fired up and passionate about it. And because I have a pretty streamlined setup in my office, I can record things easily. This one I thought about jumping in the pickup and mounting my phone and just recording as I walked and talked, but I just want to get this out right now. It has to do with an issue that is probably one of the most common objections or questions that comes up in evangelism training. And that is the whole issue of a concern about seeing people as projects. That's the, the concern that, you know, if I, if I focus on individuals, if I even, you know, pray for them on a list or, quote, target them in some way or, you know, build a friendship for the sake of sharing the gospel, that somehow it's somehow they're a project, which the implication is that it's then unauthentic and uh, something, something inherently wrong with that. Well, let me give you some context. We are a spiritualistic bunch of yahoos when it comes right down to it. I've seen a similar objection uh, in, in all kinds of different contexts. I've seen uh, people objecting to uh, excess sermon preparation. I, I recall a story about a fellow who, who shared how he only prepared the first half of his sermon and kind of let God direct him for the second half as he was preaching. And he shared this with his congregation one time and uh, one of his elders said, well, it's interesting. Your, your half of the sermon is always, always better than God's half. I've seen the same spiritualistic mindset applied to planning worship services. You know, that if you plan it, somehow it can't be spirit-directed. If you plan it, it's inauthentic, somehow less effective, that there's something wrong with it. It needs to be, needs to be quote, spirit-directed and free and easy. I've seen it applied to planning in general, planning for churches. In my first church, I raised the idea early on of setting some goals, and uh, there was quite a bit of reaction against the idea of setting goals. It was seen as unspiritual. It was seen as somehow squelching the, the work of the Spirit. And of course, I still set goals, but it wasn't for a full two years, roughly, uh, before I could openly set goals and have the leadership participating in the setting of that goals. You see it in church governance, in decision-making, in board meetings, in, in an unwillingness to make decisions, really, and, and just, oh, or, you know, or we need to be led by the Spirit in this. Let's not make a decision. Let's leave it open to be directed in that, which, which often then just leaves the door open for strong personalities and squeaky wheels to set the agenda of the board or the church. So this idea that planning is somehow unspiritual, I think that feeds into this idea that, you know, being intentional in our evangelism and our relationships is also somehow unspiritual. Now think with me just for a moment. Do you think Jesus had a plan? Yeah, he, he certainly had a plan. And we see, we see hints of it many times. We see as he calls Zacchaeus down from the tree, as he meets the woman at the well, as he selects his 12 apostles, as he narrows that down and sometimes does things with only three of them. He clearly had a plan. And he clearly had a structure. So this idea that... Planning and structure and goal setting is inherently spiritual. When it's applied to personal evangelism, the concern then is, well, what about people 
you know, having people as projects. And I, I was asked this question in an interview a while ago, and I said, really, I, I think it is a semantic issue that if, if you think the word project is inherently wrong, of course, you're going to repel against the idea of being intentional in personal evangelism. But when you pray for people and intentionally build relationship with them and come to love them and share the gospel with them as we are commanded to do, as we seek to make disciples as we are commanded to do, that is not being unspiritual. That is actually being obedient. And so I think that for a lot of people, this fear of making people into a project leads them to do nothing. And so it becomes you know, the ultimate cop-out where I can have spiritual thoughts and even say spiritual things where I don't want people to be a project and do nothing and stay in my comfort zone and not put myself out there and not put myself at risk and not be trained to share my story or share God's story and excuse myself because I don't want people to be projects. Jesus said to his disciples in Acts 1.8, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And if you read the book of Acts, that is actually the structure of the book of Acts. There was clearly a plan. The Apostle Paul clearly had a plan. He went to places, he said, my ambition is to go and preach the gospel in places where Jesus has not been heard, where people don't know who he is. And then he would go to these large crossroads centers and, and established churches. And the gospel would affect entire regions because he had that plan. And he would go first to the synagogue. When he got squeezed out of there, he'd go to the public speaking places. He had a plan. And so whether you're comfortable with the word project or not, I'm not trying to redeem the word project so much. I'm just trying to out the idea that intentionality is unspiritual and intentionality is wrong. And intentionality is something that should not be a part of our personal evangelism. So my question is, what is your plan? Because if you don't have a plan, you're not like Jesus. You're not like the Apostle Paul. And I can pretty much guarantee you're not being obedient to the call to be a disciple who makes disciples. That takes intentionality. It doesn't just happen. It takes strategy. It doesn't just drop out of the air. It takes prayer, intercession. So what's your plan? Seek God for the plan he has for you. My guess is it will include praying and paying attention. Developing a list, mentally or written down, of people that God is surfacing before you. Learning how to share your story. Learning how to share the gospel God's story. And learning how to make disciples through perhaps discovery Bible studies or some other means. God has a plan. I encourage you to come up with a plan under his direction that allows you to participate fully in his plan to bring redemption to people and to this world. Mm -hmm.